Dominic Lawton can be wild. Welcome to the Bad Movie Cult. Hello and welcome to the Bad Movie Cult podcast. My name is Dominic Lawton. I am joined, as always, by my co-host. It's Mr. Kenby Wild. Hello, everybody. Happy Easter, everybody. Yes, happy Easter. Yes, what a fantastic time celebrating the death of uh, Jesus, of course. Exactly, and what better way to do that than to cover this film? It's it's very Easter-related, isn't it? Maybe too much. Yeah, maybe we won't do it. See ya. <laughs> it is, of course, the 1972 William F. Claxton film, Night of the Lepus. What? happened that night science made its greatest mistake what unknown terror was born that night what is the terrifying mutant that strikes from behind the shroud of night. That night. That night of the Lepus. A night of total terror. More shattering than your strangest nightmare. What caused the unnatural death destruction and panic that night of the Lepus Janet Lee Stuart Whitman Rory Calhoun and Paul Fix night of the Lepus kill one and thousands take their place what devil creatures growing weight and size every day are hidden behind the eyes of horror what can stop them night of the lepus from mgm got a plot for you ken go for it uh, by the way the link's obviously easter bunny if uh, people don't know what the fuck we're talking about there. yeah lepus it's it's a rabbit isn't it yeah yeah you know it's not bunny isn't it Anyway, go on then, plot. Giant mutant rabbits terrorise the Southwest. Fuck you know. That's it. <laughs> Fuck you know. IMDb rating 4.1 out of 10. Ooh, okay. More than you'd think. A bit generous, it? yeah. Rotten Tomatoes rating of 0%. Also, it's got one. It's got it's 11 got reviews. One, it's got one and it's zero. And it's, that's not audience, that's critics. Oh, that's harsh. <laughs> zero. Got some taglines for you? Go for it. They were born that tragic moment when science made its great mistake. What the hell's that mean? Now, from behind the shroud of night they come. A scuttling, shambling horde of creatures, destroying all in their path. <laughs> wow. Is that, is that one? Is That's that just one. one tagline? Jesus Christ. You like that? Not really. Oh, here's another one. How many eyes does horror have? 
how many times will terror strike? <laughs> What's the first bit going to do? How many eyes does it have? How many eyes does a rabbit have? Next. That's it. Oh, really? Okay, yeah, whatever then. Which one do you prefer? Um, well, the first one's not a tagline, is it? It's too long. Yeah. Um, and for stumbling, shambling hordes. What the hell are they talking about? <laughs> rabbits don't shamble. You don't get rabbits shambling about the place. Unless they're hit by a car. Yeah. That usually doesn't end like any way other than just instant death, though, does it? That's true. Uh, no, I don't like either of those. Excellent. Which sets us up for the films, I don't like they see them. Yeah. <laughs> uh, a couple of cast members worthy of mention. Go Janet on. Lee. Janet Lee, of course, yes. Plays Jerry Bennett. Little bollocks. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah she has. Uh, obviously, Janet Lee from Psycho and is the mother of Jamie Lee Curtis. Indeed she is. And DeForest Kelly as Elgin Clark. Yeah. Is Dr. Leonard Bones McCoy in the original Star Trek. <laughs> yep. I don't know if you can't, you can't mention Stuart Whitman as well. Yep, Stuart Whitman. Stuart Whitman and, of course, Rory Calhoun. Yeah, as our, is he the hero? I don't know if there's a hero in it. I think Stuart Whitman's the hero, isn't he? Yeah, I guess Roy. So. Yeah, and then Rory's the man with the problem Yeah, at the beginning there. Well, let's, let's start, unless you've got anything you'd like to say before we start, Ken. Not at all. Let's crack on. Would you like to speak of the joys of Easter? Or? Uh, I like Easter. Get like, chocolate. There you go. It's alive! It's alive! It's alive! The movie opens showing a news report about how overpopulation is not just a human problem, but it exists in the animal kingdom as well. Indeed it does. And uh, we get loads of shots of like rabbits. It's in Australia, isn't it? Yeah. Overrun. Australia was overrun with rabbits. Can you believe it? And something similar happening in the American Southwest, Arizona, where rabbits were devouring crops, destroying property. Yeah. I think that the phrase rabbit war mm. is there as well in a newspaper headline. Australia is not the only place to have been overrun by rabbits. All over the American West, there have been similar outbreaks, and the same battle lines have been drawn. Science is doing all it can to help control this population explosion. But when this effort fails, nature's balance gets out of hand. Cut to Arizona, and we get our first view of Cole Hillman, played by Rory Calhoun. He's riding his horse. The horse falls over into a rabbit hole, injures itself. Breaks its leg. Cole just shoots it in he the head. He gets off his horse, just stands up, grabs his rifle, just shoots it straight in the face. Did you like his tiny cowboy hat that's too small for his head? Of course. Just tilted at a jaunty angle That's as well. That's how you get away with it. If it's too small for you, wear it at a jaunty angle. <laughs> Couldn't have got him a bigger hat. No? <laughs> no. Okay, then. No, excellent. We'll just put it on an angle. He's like, <laughs> go on then. He gets back to his house. He instructs one of his ranch hands to take the truck to go get his saddle back. I liked it because I think it's his kid. Oh. Wait, where's Ranger? He says, I shot him. <laughs> He's dead. <laughs> dead, you hear me? Dead. <laughs> I shot him dead. Now go and get my saddle. I couldn't be bothered to bring it with me. Yep, he then, like that. Okay, <laughs> makes a phone call to the university in Aho, the University of Rabbits. Yes, hoping to find a cure for the rabbit infestation. I tell you, he'll have one if anyone's going to have one. Who? Bloody DeForest Kelly. Damn right, he'll have one, won't he? Doctor Elgin Clark, and he suggests something about coyotes. A guy who killed the coyotes. They had coyotes. Something problems. like that. Yeah. But he doesn't want to do that, Cole. Um, he doesn't want to make the same mistake twice, and he instead agrees to visit the Bennets. They're trying to come up with a more ecologically friendly way to control wildlife. 
Yeah, because he doesn't want the side effects, does he? He doesn't want something sprayed on their poison or anything to destroy the crops and ruin everything as well. He just wants something else that will just specifically target the rabbit. Uh, we meet the Bennets. you got Roy, Roy Bennett. There he is. Uh, Jerry Bennett. There she is. And little Amanda Bennett. Oh. Uh, Roy was capturing bats for an experiment. That's what he's doing when we when we meet. Yeah, him. just recording the sound of a bat. Yeah, you uh, know, a bit a bit like the start of Morbius. Not seen it. No, it's nothing like it. <laughs> it's just got bats in it. Uh, they want to control the bat's flight pattern, hoping to use them to kill mosquitoes without the nasty side effects of DDT and other insecticides. Mm. I've seen the DDT. Looks like it really hurts, doesn't it? From Jake the Snake. Yeah, jeez, man. They'd fucking break your neck, that one. Yeah. Smash your face off the floor. Uh, Elgin Clark. Imagine that. Imagine finding, having to find rabbits and DDT in them. All of them, one by one. Take ages, huh? <laughs> he goes to see to visit Cole, see if he could um, come up with any sort of easy way to solve the rabbit problem. Um, and Jerry's- I like I like it because he says he says, yeah, Cole Cole Hillman uh, used to play football out in uh, so it really put us on the map. It's like totally irrelevant to everything <laughs> else in the film. It's like so what? Yeah. And uh, I like uh, Jerry Bennett, um, uh, Janet Lee. She she says. Rabbits are hardly Roy's bag. That's what I've, I've written that down myself. <laughs> it's like, whoa, <laughs> whoa, Jerry. Yeah, they're hardly Roy's Far bag out. here. <laughs> yeah, he likes just molesting bats. Yeah, he does. Yeah, but anyway, he says, ah, fuck it, go on then. We get little shots of like other farm people like shooting at rabbits. They're having the same trouble. Yeah, a little girl, she's crying. Don't know why. Probably doesn't like to see rabbits get shot. Yeah. I used to have uh, somebody come out and shoot rabbits near where I used to work. Really? Yeah. I used to stay on site overnight because uh, I couldn't be bothered to drive home, so I was allowed to sleep there. And um, I used to get told not to go outside because there was a guy out there shooting. So, uh, yeah. Fantastic. But there was a, a, the toilet was in an adjoining, uh, so I had to like leave where I was, go to this uh, little porter cabin toilet, and then run back. Before I was shot. <laughs> yeah, Mistaking I, you for a rabbit. I was dressed as a rabbit, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, used to, I used to live dangerously back then. <laughs> it's alive! It's alive! It's alive! Uh, they go to Cole's ranch. Cole tells them the problem. And he also says that he has his own reasons for not wanting to poison, not wanting to use poison to kill the rabbits because of, as Ken said, it could harm the cattle. Um, if you harm the cattle, you have to sell them for cheap, which he doesn't want to. And eventually the land will become... Um, like barren, toxic. Yeah, I think he said like in Australia, didn't they, that uh, they poisoned them, but it also killed the birds off and uh, there was just problems. It's you a circle kill- of life, Ken. And he said, you kill the birds and you got a grasshopper explosion. My God. I know. Which is the sequel to this. Yeah, I'd be brilliant. I'd watch that. <laughs> watch the shit out of that film. <laughs> he, he's a, one of the rabbits actually bites Rory Calhoun oh my at this God. point. Yeah. Fucking hell, man. Just DDTs it straight away. <laughs> Just drops it out of there. You've gone. He says that they can hold off for a few more weeks before using, like, cyanide. Or And um, I don't think the other ranchers are really in agreement with that. I think they want to just fucking get it over with, but he convinces them to give them a few more weeks so they can run some tests. Uh, Roy suggests interfering with the rabbit's hormones or introducing it as a... <laughs> Doesn't he always? <laughs> yeah. Classic Roy Bennett right there. Or introducing a disease that affects only rabbits and takes several rabbits with him to begin experiments. Yep. Why don't we mess with their penis? 
This is what Roy's on about. Their little vaginas and penises. Yeah, I'm going to go and have a little look at them. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he says. That is, yeah. He gathers them up in a sack so he can look at their genitals. <laughs> I'm going to look at these rabbits' genitals. Oh, look See at this little rabbit dick. Look at it. <laughs> look at this, Jerry. I didn't think this was your bag. I didn't think rabbit dicks were your bag. Well, we'd also point out that Amanda becomes friends with the little Jackie, which is Roy, uh, Cole's son. That's kids, though, isn't it? Yeah. Kids. The thing is, it, that kid is older than that girl yeah. by a few years. So I don't know whether they would just become friends like that. No. I mean, the little girl, I can understand. She wants to make friends. That's what little, little kids do. They always make friends, don't they? My little girl does it. Pisses me off. Yeah. We, yeah, we went on holiday and she made a friend that I fucking had to spend time with a bloody kid and the like, parent and that. Mm. That's it. true because you got the, the parent has to come along. And, and then they have to sort of like just look at each other and nod and smile. It's like, oh. Yeah. He's there thinking, fuck off. Yeah, it's my yeah. holiday as well, you yeah. know. Yeah, and they're probably thinking the same, which is fair. Yeah. Yeah, neither of you want to be there. The kids, you just think, fucking just let them run off. <laughs> just let them run off and do what they want. Yeah, but you can't, you know. <sighs> Bloody kids. We're back at the university, they are. They're doing the experiments. No useful results at all. No, he's injecting them, injecting their little dicks with stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Poking things up their bums, whatever the hell he's doing. He tries one last injection. Amanda doesn't want him to because she likes this rabbit, this one rabbit that he's going to use. Just become quite attached to it. Yeah, even though they're all the fucking same, aren't they, rabbits? So they inject him, put him back in, but whilst their backs are turned, Amanda takes the rabbit and swaps it for another one. Why? Why indeed? Not sure. This kid nearly killed the whole fucking country. Yeah, what a fucking little twat. And then she tells her parents that she wants to adopt it as a pet, take it home. You said I could have a rabbit daddy. And he's just like, oh, for fuck's sake. Yeah, fuck it out. And then Jerry's like, you did promise her. He's like, great. And to be fair, he thinks, well, maybe then I could have a look at his dick at home. You know, it's not all work then, is it? You know, could do it as a, in my spare time as yeah. well. So he's like, go on then. Have your bloody rabbit. As long as it's not that one I've put an injection into. She's like, no, it's not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I switched them for no reason. Uh, they go back to Cole's ranch to pick up more rabbits. Um, but Jackie, uh, Amanda goes with them, and Jackie doesn't like Amanda's new pet because the rabbits, you know, they're, they've killed chickens apparently somehow. Not sure how. No. <laughs> to be honest, none of this film makes any sense. Yeah. Why would rabbits kill chickens? They're why would, herbivores. Why would rabbits kill people when they get big? What the fuck? Yeah, exactly. They don't have no, to meet. There's no reason for any of it. Yeah. He takes hold of the rabbit and then puts it on the ground and it fucks off and then he's instantly sorry, so that's fine. Yeah. He's like, don't tell mummy. Yeah. All right, then we won't tell anyone. Let's hope nothing else happens about this. Let's hope this is just the end of it right here and no no further repercussions will occur. Yeah. There you go. Agreed. Uh, They go back to the university. No known breakthroughs. Yeah. Cole, meanwhile... He's under pressure to to spread poison from uh, his fellow... Uh, landowners um, but he's resisting this pressure just simply by setting fire to everything he can see <laughs> what the hell's all this about <laughs> he's just burning his fucking crops a, a mile was it a mile wide I he's wrote? just burning it all if he burns it all 
then the rabbits will fuck off. That's what he's doing. He's yeah. f- he's he's sacrificing his own crops to try and stop this, and everyone else is just like could have just poisoned them. Yeah, but no, he's he's setting fire to everything in the world. You know, I don't know if that's good of him. I suppose it is. It's a sacrifice I on guess. his part, I guess. Yeah. Still, you know, dangerous, isn't it? Fire. Meanwhile, Jackie takes Amanda to meet a friend of his, Captain Billy. Hello, I'm Captain Billy. Kids. That doesn't sound fucking menacing at all, no, does it? No, no, it sounds like bloody Captain Spaulding. That is, yeah. That's, uh, Captain Billy sounds like some deranged fucking children's entertainer at parties, doesn't he? Yeah. He has a, he's, yeah, he's got one of those, wears one of those um, all in one pajamas with yeah. the flap at the front. Yeah. <laughs> That's him. He's got a mine in the hills, hasn't he? A gold mine or something, apparently. They arrive there. They can't find him. So uh, Jackie sends Amanda into the mine on her own. I like that. I like his plan. Yeah. You go and have a look in the mine. I'll have a look here where we're already stood. Mm. (laughs) And we've already just had a look. Yeah. And she's like, okay. Yeah. A little kid, isn't she? Yeah. Um, Jackie finds more animal tracks. While Amanda, she sees shadows in the... In the cave. Shadows of rabbits. It's terrifying, isn't it? Fucking Isma. And then screams because she sees like... A, a body. Yeah. She sees a body and we see close-ups of rabbits. Yeah. It's intercut with that. It's terrifying. For the whole stuff. of the film now. Um, a rabbit, right, is not scary at right. all. If you make a rabbit bigger... It's still not scary, it's just bigger. That's the problem this film that has. That is the m- fundamental issue of this film, is they've chosen an animal that cannot possibly be scary, unless Monty Python, Holy Grail. Yeah. Yeah, that one's okay. And Watership Down animation. Mm-hmm. Those are your only two options. And they've tried it before. I've got the fucking Bunny Man massacres and all that stuff, and the Beast of Bunny and all that. They're just not scary as as animals, especially if you if you use it. If you're using a real rabbit, mm. like they are, using footage of a real rabbit, you cannot make that look terrifying. No, they and they don't. They don't. Massive eyes, little. They literally just sit around eating plants and doing nothing except yeah. shagging. They give it. Uh, who are their little dicks? Yeah. They give it. Uh, they give it noises and make it sort of like. Yeah. Do that noise, and that's not scary. Um, they put, I don't know, paint on its face. It looks it like, like paint. blood. I that, think it might have that, been. That's not scary. Tomato ketchup. And they they put like the camera beneath them to make them look bigger, and that's not scary. And None of it, it's scary. They have like a little like um, miniature, don't they? They've built miniatures and then just have them running down the road on it, and it's like, well, that doesn't look real at all. Oh yeah, yeah, the model. The, yeah, you know, like somebody's fucking train set. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> just like that with the, with the local shop. Yeah, yeah, it just looks stupid as well because there's no ferocity in rabbits. Like when you see them running, yeah, there's no threat. They're literally just bouncing along. They look cute as fuck. Hey, fair enough. If one of them ran at you, and it was massive. Then maybe it would hurt. But that's it. It's not going to hurt you any other way. It's got no evil intent. Apparently these ones have, though, and for reasons we cannot possibly explain. That we can't possibly fathom. Unfathomable rabbits. Yeah. That was what it should have been called. We get like a Wizard of Oz moment where she's screaming and then she just wakes up and she's in bed. Yeah. Close-up of rabbits. Close-up of blood. Close-up of screaming. Rabbits. Blood. Screaming. Blood. Rabbits. Screaming. Blood. Wake up. 
Morning. And we next hear she's being examined by a doctor who says that she's uh, had mild shock and she'll be fine. Jackie tells them what he could remember, but everything happened so fast. Um, they do use the phrase miner's shaft. They do? Yeah, I just wrote that down. Miner's shaft. Yes. <laughs> I'm hoping they said it. It wasn't just something I was thinking about. <laughs> <laughs> That's what um, Roy was thinking about. <laughs> <laughs> that's not his bag oh, miners yeah. shafts aren't his bag that's true yeah I like it as he says well she's too sensible a kid to imagine it yeah <laughs> yeah. you know how those idiot kids are always imagining rabbits killing people but if you're a sensible kid you'll very rarely imagine that <laughs> yes absolutely yeah, so keep your kids sensible out there people when Jackie's describing all this and he says he doesn't remember I put absolutely awful acting yep from the kid. Yeah. Terrible. Awful. Uh, at the night, there's a driver with a... He's got like a refrigerated truck. Yeah, just a truck just driving through the night. And it just pulls over for no reason whatsoever. Just stops where he is. He looks as well. When he gets out, he looks like it's Quint from Jaws, this guy. <laughs> yeah, he's with the hat. got the same hat on. Yeah. Yeah, he's dressed in his overalls and everything. It's just like, it's bloody Robert Shaw. Well done. Yeah, but he hears heavy breathing. He hears like running or something. Yep. But it's too dark. You can't see what what the hell's going on out there. What could it be? What could it be? There's definitely something out there. But what is it? It's fucking Lepus. That's what it is. It's alive. It's alive. It's alive. They only say Lepus twice, by the way. I I started writing it down how many times. I was thinking, nobody says Lepus. So how many times are you going to say it? And they're just two. Yeah, they're both elegant as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He actually tells us what it means. Yeah, it means rabbit. Latin for rabbit. Yeah, all right. With hair, I think, isn't it? Fucking no. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. No. Anyway, this guy's there, and then all of a sudden, he doesn't get back in his truck. And screams. Just and we just cut. We don't see what happens. Uh, the next morning, the policeman, he finds the abandoned truck, uh, all the vegetables scattered all over the ground, and then he finds the driver's body. Oh, my God. Terrifying. Calls for the sheriff, uh, Carl Weathers, but he's not there, so he gets a he gets somebody sheriff. else. Yeah. It's like dismembered, that corpse. Yeah. Well, yeah. What, what the fucking rabbit's got an axe or something. It's like, That's it's what ridiculous. they do. They think it's an axe. It's just like, it? what the fuck? And why, is that, why are they killing people? They're not eating them, clearly, because he's still there. So yeah. what's the fucking point? And why would they suddenly start doing that? Just because they're big doesn't mean that they will also be murdering people. Yeah. Rabbits don't like no, eat reg because they can't kill humans. It's, that's the only thing that's stopping them from <laughs> exactly. killing us, is their size. Anyway, yeah, he's dismembered. He's all covered in sauce, or whatever he's supposed to be covered in. That's a spicy sauce, is what the sheriff says when he sees him. (laughs) When he puts his finger in it and licks it. Oh, my God. (laughs) Yeah, and then they get called in as another body. Another body's been called in. There's been a prospector hacked to pieces out in the boondocks. Yeah, it's Captain Billy, isn't it, that they find? Yeah, I think it is, yeah. And again, he's like in pieces just on the ground. They go back into town. We, We meet the coroner. Looks a bit like the guy from Dragon Sound. <laughs> guy. Yeah, I suppose it does, yeah. Um, he says that the bodies and boxes of vegetables were not chopped with an axe, but were chewed or gnawed. Mm. But Mr. Leopold, where do those tin cans lead us? Well, for one thing, they were not opened with an axe. Something punctured the metal, not too fast, but with great strength. 
Now, the crates on the truck weren't uh, broken either. They've been gnawed. What? Gnawed, chewed, bitten. In addition, traces of dried saliva were found on the cans, the boxes, and the victims. So, what have we got here? Vampires? Possibly. He, he says, he says, so what have we got here? Vampires? Possibly. Yeah. That's his reaction to it. He's a doctor, yeah? He's just been saying, so, yeah, he's thrown in a flippant comment with his facetious, so what is it, vampires then? He's like, possibly. I'd say more likely a saber-toothed tiger. He's like, what the fuck are you all on about? He's like, don't be so stupid. You're a medical man and you're a fucking policeman. Obviously, it's not that. To be honest, I don't know the way he's like that. More, more likely massive rabbits you'd still be like don't be fucking stupid <laughs> any of those options are ridiculous yeah. surely there's something that it could have actually been mm. is there no actual predators out there that might might have done this so much so that the vampires saber-toothed tigers are the only two options these two have got mm. there's got to be something out there I don't fucking know. I don't live out there, you know. I don't see what the but there's got to be some sort of animal that is native to that sort of area that possibly could kill a human without it being extinct or fucking fictional. Yeah, we also see like more mutilated bodies nearby. It's a family of four. Family of four, all dead. My god. It's like the bloody hit. What a tragic waste of human life, Ken. That's right. Somebody says rabbits as big as wolves. And he says it's possible. <laughs> it's like, no, it's not. It isn't, no. It's not fucking possible. But yet they just they think, yeah, probably. Let's go and take a look at that shaft. Somebody oh, Roy says, again. Somebody says. Fucking hell, Roy. It's alive. It's alive. It's alive. We do head to the university, actually, and Roy and Elgin, they, they realise that the huge rabbits that Amanda saw are likely the cause of um, what's going on and are probably the result of their experiments. Of their meddling. They consider calling the sheriff, but Elgin, not wanting the bad publicity that would be drawn to the university, talks him out of it. Uh, Roy tells Jerry to go call Cole, intending to go see him the next day to look for the rabbits and try to destroy them. And that's exactly where we head off to, because we next day again, Elgin, the Bennets, Cole, he's got a couple of ranch hands, Frank and Judd. Uh, they go to the mine with cyanide and dynamite, which I've written is, was our nicknames. Yeah, that's what we used to be called back in the day. Cyanide, dynamite, tiny dancer. I'm a tiny dancer, yeah. <laughs> uh, Elgin and Frank, they go up into the hills to look for more holes and plant dynamite, while Judd and Cole plant dynamite at the main entrance. They put a microphone in a hole. <laughs> yeah, they do. Yeah. That's ridiculous. Just in case, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'm going in. Could be a new species, and we gots to know. Turns out it's giant rabbits. Uh, Elgin drops a rock into one of the holes and listens to the noises the rabbits make in reaction. They go out. Oi, fuck off. That's one of them. Um, he, I like it that uh, Roy, Roy actually says, uh, could this have been caused by the serum I injected into the rabbit? <laughs> He's like, yes. <laughs> yeah, of course it is. Yes, yes. Yeah, what else do you think it is? Yeah. Of course it's fucking you. You're the only one who's dicked around with the rabbits. <laughs> Roy and Cole, they go into the mine hoping to capture a rabbit, or at the very least take a picture. Yes, photos. Let's get photos. Can't catch one. They're as big as wolves, damn yeah. it. But obviously it's not just, we have no idea of scale in a picture if there's just all massive rabbits. You're right. There's nothing. Which is also in this film. Yeah. It's just rabbits with a very, very low perspective of them to make them look big. Yeah. They go in. they got cameras. they got shotguns. The others are waiting outside. 
and then eventually Roy and Cole they reach the like the main chamber bit where the rabbits are holed up and they realize that using the the gun may cause a cave in. Shit. And uh, this is when they first see them. Yeah, rabbit attack. As big as wolves and just as vicious. Ooh. Roy takes a load of pictures for his archives. Of course he does. Little shots of their dicks, all that sort of thing. Yeah, that's what he wants. And then the rabbits are like, actually, let's chase these bastards. Yeah, get out of here. We get another giant rabbit that burrows out the ground outside and attacks Judd, which is hilarious. It's yeah. basically a guy in a rabbit suit jumping on him. Yeah, that's a rabbit suit. And then Jerry turns up and saves him by shooting the rabbit. And treats he's covered in bloody tomato ketchup as well. Do you know, do you know the line that she says? Calm down, it's gone. The rabbit's gone. <laughs> <laughs> the rabbit's gone. That'll calm you down. It would. They get increasingly more worried about uh, Roy and Cole. And then finally, they do get to the entrance. They run out. Elgin sets off the dynamite and collapses the mine, buries the rabbits in there. And I've got a point on this one. Yeah. Rabbits. Yeah. Uh, they live underground. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're burrowing animals. Yes. So trapping them underground <laughs> is a fucking waste of everyone's time, right? Yes. Yes. Okay. That was it. That was the point. It was just like, so why do they think that that's that sorted? They live underground. Mm-hmm. They're already underground. They can dig out of the ground. Yeah. That's what they fucking do. The rabbit burrows, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. That's the point of rabbits. So that's not going to work. They think it will. It won't. That's the thing you see when you try and burrow. Burrow. Berry, berry. It's when you wear a beret. That's the trouble. Rabbits. It's alive. It's alive. It's alive. Uh, back to the university. Elgin, he examines the photographs. And this is when they all come to the realisation that they need to tell the sheriff about this. We have to. They've just no choice. Uh, they plan to go back to the mine to, the next day to make sure all the rabbits are dead. Uh, Roy, realising that the press are going to be all over them soon, tells Jerry to take Amanda and go to another town until this whole thing blows over. They mention... Timbuktu at one point. Do they? They say it in unison as if it's a little in-joke between them. Oh, yeah, about where where, where should we go. Yeah. Yeah, that's hilarious. <laughs> I love you very much. And if we have to, I'll even be happy to go and work with you in Timbuktu. Timbuktu. <laughs> uh, we do see the rabbits leaving the mine. Um, yeah, choosing the big burrowing animals, yeah, and being able to dig themselves out. Uh, I think you can hear the the paws of the rabbits that it's panicking Cole's horses. It wakes him up. Yeah, heavy breathing and all that shit. The dogs barking. The horses are loose. Yeah, they escape. Cole gets his family together in the storm shelter under the house while the rabbits are attacking the horses. Yeah, we're not sure why again. <laughs> no. Because that's not something they do. Uh, Judd, who's suffering sort of flashbacks from his earlier fight with the rabbit... He does well here, doesn't he? He does, yeah. yeah thanks, thanks, Judd. Gets in his truck and flees. It's uh, to see the rabbits in the rearview mirror as well. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking terrifying. What a what a camera angle. Yeah, they, so yeah, they they run into the storm cellar, don't they? Yeah, they, they they let themselves down into the storm cellar and hide from these rabbits. Yeah, Judd um, just returns, just goes back. Yeah, <laughs> he's like he's scared by rabbits. So he's tried to escape, sees other rabbits, and goes back. Crashes his truck. Yep, crashes his truck, into, cuts all the fucking phone lines. Just basically just ruins everything that would have been okay if he hadn't fucking shit himself and ran off. Bloody Judd. He does that as he's trying to actually phone police or something, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah, he's on, he's on the phone, trying to get yeah. hold of them, saying we're under attack. Bloody rabbits and shit. 
Judd runs from the truck, but the rabbits have arrived and they pounce on him again. Just people in do. a fucking rabbit outfit. Of course they do. Cole shoots at him, but uh, it's too late. Judd's dead. I miss that guy. Me too. You're such a coward. Yeah, such a fucking useless idiot. <laughs> Poor guy. Cole goes back and joins the family in the shelter. And then... He's shooting them through the doors. Yeah, and the ceiling, And the ceiling. It? He's shooting into his own fucking house, isn't he? Yeah. If you've got, like, supersized animals on the ceiling above you, shooting it is going to weaken the fucking ceiling. Yeah. Isn't it? Well, they're putting through, and you can just tell it's human hands yeah. in furry gloves. Yeah, just... it's like bloody Shakmar all over again. <laughs> little but, tiny but, hands on sticks. Like rabbits. Yeah. <laughs> the rabbits get into the house's main floor and destroy everything inside. I have put hilarious fake paws and stuffed rabbits covered in paint being thrown into the air. Quite right. And they start shooting upwards. Yeah. The effect is fucking <laughs> awful. I think they actually blew rabbits up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think they were doing I think they just like... <laughs> We cut to like the, the, the convenience store and there's a Mildred. It's Mildred. It is indeed. Uh, she's a switchboard operator. She doesn't know what to think of all this, of, of Cole's phone dropping suddenly. It's late, so her husband and a friend take off to go home. But soon she can hear the noise, the running of the leapers. Yes, slow-mo as well for us viewers. We get slow-mo rabbits yeah. mar- marauding across the countryside and um, attacked to death. Yep, she's killed. They also, nicely, they kill the husband as well when they head up to... Yep, just so, you know, he doesn't miss her. Yeah. <laughs> you know, because it would be very nice, would it? And the next morning, Cole and Frank, they go outside. The rabbits have holed up somewhere for the day. They're a bit sad about Judd. Cole tells Frank to stay with Jackie while he goes into town. Uh, the horses are gone and the truck is wrecked, so his only option is to walk. It's a shame because nobody stops for him. He's trying to, like, uh, hitchhike. Yeah. But uh, nobody stops for Rory Calhoun. (laughs) Isn't that the truth? (laughs) Yeah, as he found out, sadly. Uh, Meanwhile, Roy sends Jerry and Amanda off in their RV to Wooddale. He promises to call them when he gets... uh, She promises to call him when she gets there. Uh, Roy and Elgin, they contact the sheriff, who's already been informed of the rabbits. Yeah, he's in a chopper. He's he's going, looking out for massive fuck-off rabbits from the sky. And then to make matters worse, Jerry's RV becomes stuck in the sand on the way to Wooddale. And Not sure how that's happened either. No. No. She's on the road. Yeah. I don't know why that's happened or how that's happened or why that's happened. Or how. But it has. So that means that Jerry and Amanda are just stranded. And meanwhile, rabbits are just sitting in the store doing nothing whatsoever. Yeah, they're just... They're just sat there just being asleep. rabbits. Yeah. Being rabbits in a little small model shop. Yeah. Anyway, bodies, blood everywhere. Chopper lands at the mine. They go and have a look at the mine again. Remember the mine that we've been to a few times? Well, we go again. And then they think, oh, my God, the rabbits have escaped. They have to call the National Guard in. Yeah, I mean, we already knew that, of course. Um, Imagine that getting that call if you're the National Guard. What, massive rabbits attacking? <laughs> yeah, killing, killing everybody. everybody. You'd be like, don't be stupid. <laughs> yeah. Who is this? Rory Calhoun. <laughs> Not again, Rory Calhoun. <laughs> yeah, and it's, uh, yeah, there's, my God, we've got to do this. There's only a couple of hours before dark. Call the National Guard. Well, Cole eventually does get picked up by a priest, stay yep, holy. I've got that. That's what he says. Rory Calhoun flags down a priest. Yeah. Start of a joke, perhaps. The sheriff gets authorization to use the National Guard. Cole is riding with the priest. He finally reaches a phone calls in and tells the sheriff where the rabbits are. The sheriff sends a deputy out to pick him up. The National Guard won't be able to arrive before dark. 
to catch the rabbits before they start moving again. And they, they more than likely will head towards Aho. So the sheriff decides to evacuate the town. They want to use rockets and missiles, don't they? They do, yeah. So, but what about the survivors? Then their other alternative plan is that they have a fence two miles long and 20 foot high. How long would that fucking take? Yeah. That's a, that's a big fence, isn't it? Two miles long, 20 foot high. Yeah, okay, well, we've got one already. We've got one in the back. Yeah. Yeah, we'll just put that out. We're getting more reports from police about deaths and destruction from the area in the rabbit's path and proceeds with the evacuation as best as they can. you got the rabbits running across the, um, the somebody's toy train set. Yeah. Uh, looking big. Yeah. They're like the size of vehicles now. They were the size of wolves a while ago. Now they're the size of trucks. Yeah. What? That's a big rabbit. It is. What the fuck were they injecting them with? What, what the hell? He was supposed to stop them just from mating. Yeah. Instead, he's turned them into 20-foot-tall fucking beasts. What the hell is Roy doing? I mean, with said, a love for human meat. They said he wasn't uh, his bag, but fucking hell, she couldn't have been more spot on. <laughs> he doesn't know what the hell he's doing here, does he? <laughs> he's supposed to stop him from multiplying. Instead, massive, killing everybody. Yeah. Idiot. It's alive! It's alive! It's alive! Uh, the deputy that picks Cole up, he tells him that the rabbits are right behind them. They're moving fast and coming in um, about two miles wide. And they have got about 50 minutes to prepare before the uh, rabbits reach Aho. Yeah. But the National Guard major, he realises he doesn't have enough men to handle the front of rabbits that long. And But Roy has an idea using the railroad. Do you mm-hmm. want to talk us through this idea? Well, he's going to funnel them into this area. He's got a train track with an electric fence. Uh, what we're going to do is funnel them in. And then just electrocute the bastards. It's not going to be that easy, though, of course, because there's a goddamn train coming. Oh, my God. And they've got to wait for that to go, because that's easier than just telling it to stop or something. Yeah, I'm I don't fuck know. off. They've got 50 fucking minutes. Surely that's enough time for that train to not be there when yeah, they need it to not be there. Reverse backwards, go the other way. Or just stop where it is. If it's if it's 50 minutes away, it's not anywhere near it, is it? Yeah. Which means it's probably ample time for it to stop. And then they just carry on. Yeah. But no, that train's got to go through first. We're a race against time. We're a race against train. We're a race against Lepus. Uh, needing more help, the sheriff goes to the local drive-in movie theatre and lists that. That's where you'd ha- go, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. you got the National Guard, but you should have gone to the fucking movies first to see who's there. John Travolta singing. <laughs> He's stranded, isn't he? Yeah. <laughs> um surprisingly everyone sort of helps it's like yeah we would like to fight yeah that, that 20 sounds foot long good. rabbits that sounds good would i be okay if i put my car in danger <laughs> you know my personal owned car that i've paid a lot of money for if i put that along the road track the railway there and like maybe have a rabbit stamp on it is that okay it'd <laughs> be like that yeah okay yeah thanks that does sound good yeah i'm more than happy for that this film's awful attention attention ladies and gentlemen attention there is a herd of killer rabbits headed this way, and we desperately need your help. Roll up your windows. Turn on your lights and follow the police car at the entrance of the theater. Please keep calm and cooperate with the authorities. Do you read me? Roy still hasn't heard from Jerry either to make matters worse. He asked the sheriff to check. 
There's been no calls, and Elgin has called Wooddale, and Jerry hasn't even arrived yet. Jesus Christ. Because you would call him, and Wooddale, of course, would keep a log of everyone who has arrived. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Anyone who's arrived in town would have been logged by the town arrivals police. The only town with a door at the front that someone has to <laughs> let you in through. Um, and also, as Ken was saying, that the reason they got people from the driving movie theatre is that they can use the lights on the car to help funnel the rabbits, basically. So they're terrified of like bright lights, rabbits, mm. these massive That's ones. That's because they're nocturnal, isn't it? Yeah. That's the thing. Yeah. Uh, he asked the sheriff to bring the helicopter back so that he can go and look for Jerry Roy. He's, he's had enough of it. I need to go and find my goddamn wife. And my fucking daughter. Less so. Caused all this. <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile, Jerry and Amanda, they're still trying to free their RV from the sand. And it's dark now. They've made no progress. Not at all. They haven't even tried, some would say. Well... They should have, because they're under attack from ferocious rabbits who are sat nearby. Yeah, she gets the, the flares out, doesn't she? She does indeed, yeah. Charlotte and Red. Bloody emergency flares. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why she's got them in there. Not for emergencies, I'm guessing. I'm this guessing is, so. This is one of them. Yeah. Yeah, we get some great special effects now of, um, first of all, um, like a distant shot, a long shot of rabbits near a, a toy RV with a little light on the back to make it look like she's waving a flare. And then we get the other perspective of her actually waving a flare um, near nothing whatsoever and some occasional hands of gloves and stuff. Yeah. Like clawing at her. From the air, Roy can see lots of rabbits on the road. Um, Rabbits on the road. It's the same road that Jerry drove down. Oh my God. Uh, the rabbits arrive at the RV and Jerry holds them at bay with the flares, but she's she hasn't got a, an unlimited supply of them, Ken. Of course not. That would be insane for her to have that many flares in an RV <laughs> yeah. for, use for family holidays. Bonfire night, wouldn't it? She does set fire to a couple of rabbits, which is funny. Yeah, with a flare. Yeah, you know, they're that they're that intent on murdering these people for no reason that they will be set on fire in an attempt to do it. Yeah. Rather than just fuck off. Rabbits, of course, highly combustible. <laughs> yeah, these ones are. It's the serum, isn't it? Yeah. So anyway, finally, the helicopter arrives. It's Roy. He's coming to pick her up. I think as well, at one point in this, one of the rabbits throws a punch at her. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. The, yeah, she moves out of the way. It's just sort of like swings, <laughs> swings a, a glove... Almost at her, and she hits it with a flare. It does, it just looks like it's just a left hook just coming across, and she just ducks out of the way. You just think, fucking rabbits. Yeah. They've, they've learned the art of boxing. Not again. Well. That's what happens if they get big. Yep, the helicopter arrives, it's Roy. The noise and the lights drive off the rabbits, and the family's saved. Hooray, it's Daddy. That's what she shouts, the bloody idiot daughter. And instead, the rabbits attack a herd of cattle, yep. which cause a stampede of um, stock footage. Quite right, too. There's only five minutes left now before that incredibly slow freight train that they couldn't possibly have stopped when it was 50 fucking minutes away hits that switch. As soon as it's gone over, they can then do the electric shit that they wanted to do. But there's five more minutes now until this slow, slow freight train crosses over where they need the rabbits to be. Imagine waiting that long. They're yeah. still fucking not there, and you think, well, well, it'll be here in a minute. But the rabbits are also on their way. Fucking stupid. 
Uh, the sheriff has the deputies ready to electrify the railroad, but the train still hasn't cleared the tracks. I like the loud hailer that he's using. It sounds <laughs> like a fucking newspaper reporter. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, yeah. <laughs> he's like, you may be noticing that there's a slight, and it's like, just tell him to fucking back off or something. That's what you do in a loud hailer. You don't report news to them. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, yeah, he goes far. He goes into lots and lots of detail of what's happening. Roy's managed to go, save his family and come back and they still haven't sorted this fucking railroad Yeah, and this train's up. still not there. But still, he couldn't possibly have stopped it. Yeah. It's a, they even call it a slow freight train. Yeah. So why haven't they stopped it when it's 50 minutes away? <laughs> Idiots! <laughs> Roy and his family, they're returning the helicopter. The deputy turns the power off just as the train starts passing. There's more reports of death and destruction from the area. Jesus. There's thousands of them now. Thousands of rabbits heading their way. Yeah. Imagine that. Thousands of them. It'd be shit enough if they were small. Yeah. But the fact that they're fucking massive. A thousand of them. Why would they grow that that quickly? Like I don't. I said, why would they grow at all? What's he injecting them with? But like even the ones you inject, in order to get similar massive rabbits, you need to mate. And then they need to grow and, to and, the point where they and can... And the whole point of him injecting them at all was to stop them from mating so not only has he increased their size by ridiculous amounts but their mating pattern has increased beyond belief no wonder they're not his bag i don't know what he's fucking doing roy well like rabbits were born like they're not born and then they're just out and out and about yes they are blind and fucking these ones are these ones are instantly the same size they're born the size of wolves with a taste for human flesh. <laughs> That's my worst nightmare for rabbits. The train eventually passes by. Yeah, thankfully. Yeah, yeah, bye. They put the wooden stakes in the railroad. Rail, railroad. Where? Where are they putting the stakes? <laughs> in the road? <laughs> they put the wooden stakes in the railroad to keep the section of track isolated, and then they turn the power on, and the trap is set. Yes. They open fire, don't they, on the rabbits as well. They start they shooting at them. Yeah. Uh, which I like because um, they get people shouting as well off camera. There's some more. <laughs> so, yeah. yes, there's fucking thousands of them. Yeah. We know. They're massive. We can see them. <laughs> Thank you, though. Yeah. Here they come. <laughs> so, you say, yes. It's yeah. <laughs> like, so, thank you. Brilliant. I, I love it. I love it when you just get off screen people shouting dialogue at you. Yeah. Especially when you're dealing with thousands of like six foot rabbits, people shouting, there they come. <laughs> you think, oh, that's what they are. Thank you. Well, luckily, the lights from the cars work exactly as they hope, mm-hmm. and uh, they run straight for the railroad. And when they reach it, <laughs> there's a guy with a flamethrower. <laughs> Someone's got a flamethrower again. Brilliant. I love. I love to love a flamethrower. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Onto the tracks. The electricity does work and kills the rabbits as they reach the tracks. Sparks flying all over the place. Um, I'd like to think they actually killed many, many rabbits. You'd like that, would you? I'd like to think it. (laughs) Yeah. If you watch the end, there is no thing at the end saying uh, no animals were harmed in the making of this. Oh, really? So I think they probably did kill a lot of rabbits. Great. Looks like they have. A few rabbits make it past, and the ones that do, the the men just gun down. Yeah, shot them as well. Yeah, they're real. They're real shootings. Yeah. (laughs) And then uh, the ground's covered with thousands of massive dead rabbits. Steaming rabbit corpses. Yeah. Yes. Good band name. Rabbit stew for millennium. Yeah. Sometime later, Cole reports that life is getting back to normal. (laughs) Yeah, it's just an epilogue now, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. We don't know how long it's been. Possibly next day. Yeah. We know. 
He's repaired his ranch. And also, even the best news possible is that coyotes have been heard nearby. Yeah. The natural order has been it's like resumed. A, it's like bloody Ted in uh, Jingle All The Way. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen a couple of coyotes moving <laughs> in by the lake. <laughs> <laughs> the deer have been returning. Yeah. yeah. If nature's kind, they'll take them in as one of their own. <laughs> <laughs> he invites everyone to come and visit the ranch sometime, and everyone's like, what a fuck? It's yeah, better than having like to that. be there I'm in the first fucking place. fucking doing that. Jesus Christ. Yeah. It's hardly good memories, is it? Cut to the kids playing in the field, and that's when we get a close-up of rabbits just sitting there being very cute. <laughs> yeah, just not doing a damn thing. Thing is, these rabbits, they're as big as normal rabbits. Yes, and they're looking at the camera. Even less threatening that they're not even big. Yeah. Just rabbits. Exactly. And in the previous dialogue, he says, any rabbits? He says, there's a couple of burrows, but it's all good here. So he's not worried. And there they are, some rabbits doing nothing but rabbit stuff. Dun, dun, dun. The end, question mark? Yeah, we get a massive close-up. It freezes. It doesn't give you a question mark. No, it should have been. Flash Gordon all over again. (laughs) End credits over these rabbits. It's alive! It's alive! It's alive! Oh, God. I'll tell you what, I'm glad we fucked that off real quick. That was a fucking film. <laughs> it was quite boring, the film. Considering it's, it's nothing, about massive nothing's rabbits. Nothing's happening. No. Nothing's happening. You've got massive rabbits attacking people, but they're not because they're not in the same shot. And there's no reason for them to be attacking people. Rabbits aren't scary. They're just big. No one gives a fuck in the film. Exactly. Janet Lee doesn't care what she's, she's not doing. not interested, is she? No. She's near a wave, Waving a fucking flare at a man in a bloody rabbit gloves, yeah. trying to punch her in the face. That's probably the most exciting she got. That's what she said, basically, that I was just near my house. I had a kid at the time, like young daughters, so I don't ever want to speak about it. I just did it. Fair dues. Fair dues. And that's like, that's like us. Pay the now bills, we've done this part, this bit yeah. now. We'll never speak of this film again. I hope not. We did it because it was Easter. Yeah, we'd never seen it before and we'll never see it again. Yes. Happy Easter. <laughs> it's uh, because we couldn't think of another Easter film. Yeah. That's, that's why we had a discussion. It was like, what Easter film should we do? And we couldn't think of one. Um, so we went for this because it's got rabbit in it. Uh, it was shit. There you go. Does it belong in the bad movie cult? It's bad, yeah. Yeah. It's not It's not as enjoyable as others that we've inducted. Yeah. Yeah, it's not a good bad film. It's just pretty bad. It's boring. Around. That's the yeah. worst thing you yeah. could do, be. You could, if you're a bad film but also boring, that's like you've, you've literally done nothing right. Yeah. I mean, I've mentioned, haven't I? Yeah. And the cast as well. You've got a good cast. Yeah. I mean, you've just made a shit film. That's the that's the problem. Yeah, it's a good cast, actually. Yeah. I mean, you've... Any other film? I've got, as I said, I've got, I've got Bunny Man films. I've got the Beast of Bunny and all that stuff. They're awful films, but at least they've, they seem to like they're having a laugh doing it. Nobody in this has a laugh. No, no one laughs at all. Oh, quite right. It's a very serious situation they're in. Why would you be <laughs> laughing? I think see somebody laugh. get killed by a rabbit. You're not just going to stand and laugh at it. Maybe. Well, yeah, I suppose. Depends who it is. Judd. I, mean, I laughed at Judd being a fucking idiot, driving off to save himself and then just driving back and smashing everything up and exploding. That was funny. I mean, I agree that this is definitely a bad movie. So with saying that, Night of the Lepus. In you get. Yeah, in you get. Burrowing in. Trying to punch us in the face on the way in. DeForest Kelly, first time on, first time in the cult. You're in straight away, mate. Well done. Rory Calhoun. That is your real name. You're in. 
<laughs> you're in. <laughs> Janet Lee. Yeah. You're in before your daughter. Yeah. Sorry about that, Janet. <laughs> Stuart Whitman, in you get. Yeah, I know it's not your bag, but you're in anyway. Come on. Uh, should we hit the fucking... Have you got a film pitch for this? Um, well, not strictly speaking. I'm having a piss, now I'll come back to it. Okay, then. Join us again in a couple of minutes. Or join me for my piss. Come on. Just say the microphone. It's alive! It's alive! It's alive! So what have you got for us? I've got suggestions. Okay. Okay. I've got film ideas. Mm-hmm. I've got film titles. I've got no cast. I've got no characters. I've got nothing other than film titles and ideas of what they're about. All Lepus related. Nice. I've got look before you leap us. It's a seeing eye rabbit for a blind man. That's like a heartfelt drama. Which, which runs amok. Oh, okay. Like monkey shines, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. Yeah? yeah? It's a rabbit that goes mentally overprotective of its blind owner and starts to kill. I like it. Carry on. That's it. That's it. Nice and brief. Mm-hmm. That's my idea for that one. I've got another one. Jeepers Leapers. It's rabbits indulging in an eating frenzy every 27 <laughs> summer. <laughs> and two teens get caught up in it. Yeah? Um, yeah? What do you think? Like it? It's the original idea I come up with myself. Really? Yeah. I've got Leapers in Seattle, <laughs> where a recently widowed man. Uh, his son <laughs> released a heartfelt message on the radio and a uh, journalist falls in love with him yeah. from a distance and they start messaging each other. And when they finally meet at the end, he's a rabbit. <laughs> <laughs> I think I like this one so far. Yeah, <laughs> okay. I've got one more. Quantum Leapus. Mm-hmm. There's a guy... Yeah, who uh, who messes with the quantum accelerator and ends up travelling through the past, leaping into the lives of rabbits, (laughs) (laughs) which he uses to sort out problems, hoping to return to the present when he's not a rabbit. What problems can he sort out being a rabbit? Well, that's for the uh, scriptwriters, isn't it? Yeah. I think Leapus in Seattle might be the one we go for. Yeah, We've not like done it. a drama yet. Yeah, it's romantic. It's romantic drama. Romantic one Comedy as well, yeah. kind of thing, yeah. Yeah. You've got a lovable a lovable man in charge. Tom Hanks. You'd probably get him back in, wouldn't you? Mind you, not Oscar winning Tom Hanks anymore, is it? No. We wouldn't be able to get him now. Why not? Tom Hanks. Was this was this fun Tom Hanks in this one? I've never seen Sleepless in Seattle. It's kind of comedy, isn't it? Like comedy. Yeah, but I thought romance. it was a sickly sweet one. I thought yeah. this was his turning. Was he not turning into Oscar? Philadelphia was the turning, wasn't it? Whenever that was. Wasn't this the same time though? I think so. But I don't think like nowadays he would come back and do something like this. He's he's Elvis, isn't he now? Elvis's dad or whatever he is in that film. Oh some shit, I don't know. Yeah. Oh right, okay. So not Tom Hanks. Colin? <laughs> No, Colin ain't gonna do it. We could get Colin Hanks. Colin Hanks. And who's Meg Ryan's? She's got a daughter. Mila Kunis. She's not a fucking daughter. I know, but just thinking of a woman. Of a woman. <laughs> oh. To be honest, I like to think of Mila Kunis as well. Mm. Can I be in it with her? You can play the son. 
<laughs> who puts the advert in the paper. <laughs> How old's Colin Hanks? 40. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm his sweet, lovable son. He's your little, little son, Timmy. <laughs> okay, I'm in. What's the, what's his surname? Can it be Leapus? Or is that too obvious? It's a bit um, obvious, isn't it? No one's called Leapus. It's um, Cottontail. Cottontail. Yeah. What are we called then? So Your then. little Timmy Cottontail. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Who's Colin Hanks? Colin Hanks is 45 years old. And I'm his son, yeah? Yes. Okay. See, it works. <laughs> little Timmy Cottontail, and he plays... Um, Bobbins. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. What's the name of his dead wife? My dead mum. Um, she got a name, or do we need it? I don't Tuppence. Know. Tuppence. Cottontail. <laughs> Tuppence and Bobbins. <laughs> <laughs> of course, they're going to end up together, aren't they? Them two with fucking names like that. Where did they meet? The shit name convention. <laughs> they met in Namby Pamby, a little village. <laughs> a little village of uh, like burrowers. Yeah, burrowers uh, glen. Earth dwellers. Yeah. Could you maybe be called Patch? She could be called. No, you. Me, I'm called Little Timmy. <laughs> little Timmy from the flats. <laughs> little Timmy Cottontail. <laughs> That's me. Patch is your little nickname that he calls you because you've got an eye patch. <laughs> How many? <laughs> Two. <laughs> Same I. Yeah. Yeah, okay. That's not very nice of him calling me that then, is it? <laughs> Patches. <laughs> Patches. Patches, I'm killing you now, son. <laughs> A song by Clarence Carter, I believe. <laughs> One for the kids. Yes. The kids, uh, great song. Check it out, man. <laughs> Bobbins. <laughs> Tuppins and Bobbins. <laughs> Right, she's called Tuppence, yeah? Yeah. And who's, who's she? Who plays me dead mum? Um, Doesn't matter if she's fit, she's me mum. Doesn't matter, does it? Yeah. Doesn't matter um, to me. <laughs> I was going to say Judy Dench. <laughs> I'm still breastfeeding. <laughs> In which case, it does matter. Judy Dench? I'm breastfeeding off Judy Dench. <laughs> there's the, how, how there's many the time, line for the end of the episode. How many times have I got to say that to you? <laughs> oh, you stop telling me to. <laughs> <laughs> married to Colin Hanks. <laughs> Mum to little Timmy. <laughs> Colin Hanks. What about uh, Bullocks, Sandy Bullocks? She's older than that, isn't she? Married to Colin. That's why she's dead. <laughs> she's just too old. <laughs> she's just old age. That's what they ask. <laughs> Fucking, what is she, like 50 maybe? Yeah, she's not old enough, is she, to be dying of old age? <laughs> that was it. They asked you and you said, she, Ray, mom, Rabies. M- m- mommy just didn't wake up. <laughs> fucking fully. <laughs> Mommy's still sleeping. <laughs> mommy, why did you leave us? That's, what, that's when you're praying and Colin Hanks is at the door just biting his lip. Yeah, just closing the door. Just like, <gasps> oh, patches. Fucking. <laughs> <laughs> Well, no one else, well, I mean, obviously the logo gives it away, but Ken's, <laughs> Ken's playing this sort of sickly sweet child. <laughs> He's fucking full, <laughs> massive beard. Oh, mama. <laughs> when will you wake up, mama? 
Daddy is always so sad. <laughs> Sometimes I see Daddy's eyes leaking. <laughs> so who's, who's the who's the woman? The Lonely Hearts woman? Uh, I thought you said you didn't. You have somebody. But he, um, no, Mila Kunis. Mila Kunis. Yeah, I'd like her to be my mum. She breastfeed me. Is that is that one of the lines? Is it? Yeah, so I was <laughs> uh, going to say, I'm going to say to Papa Bobbins. <laughs> <laughs> Dada, will my lacunis breastfeed me now? <laughs> no. You should say it the way you said it. No patches. <laughs> You're going to fucking breastfeed me then, or what? <laughs> The only time in the film you break the saccharine character. You get to suck on them, or what? <laughs> um, no, no patches, no. No, no patches, silly patches. No. <laughs> Naughty patches. <laughs> Naughty. Naughty patches, you're older than I am. <laughs> um, Fair enough. Me, I'm your best mate from kindergarten. Okay, what yeah. are you called? I'm called um, Spud. Spud Gun. Spud Gun, yeah. <laughs> the Spud Gun. Or well, just Spud. My last name's Gun. Double N. Yeah. Nice. Double D on Spud. As always. What's that? What's Mila Kunis's name in this? Florence. Florence? Yeah. Okay. Florence Shitpan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's looking to get married. Get rid of that name. <laughs> She comes from a long line of shit pants. <laughs> oh, my Kunis is a shit pan. <laughs> it's alive! It's alive! It's alive! Right, well, having not seen the original film, I don't know what happens I don't how know. many incidental characters there may be. So that'll do for characters. I think so. Or also, local police chief. Of course. Yeah. Of course. Um, Maybe he could be what, friends what, with... What's he doing, though? What's, what's, what's the police involved in? Maybe he's just friends with Bobbins. <laughs> <laughs> he's just—he's on the lookout for. He knew he's, he's. There's been sightings of a massive widowed rabbit. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, he's trying to track it down. He's—he's—he's he's, he's friends with Bobbins' his dad. <laughs> okay, old uh, old buddies. Yeah, old war buddies. A picture of Carl Weathers <laughs> with a rabbit with a massive in Vietnam. Rabbit. <laughs> What is he called? Whiskers. Yeah. Um, so they have whiskers. Snowy. Do, don't they? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's just a black rabbit. So they called him Snowy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, Carl Weathers is the uh, chief. Yeah. Looking out for Colin. Uh, sorry, Bobbins. Bobbins. <laughs> Stu, not call him Colin. That's ridiculous. It's yeah. Bobbins. Bobbins. <laughs> is he in, like, prosthetics then and... Like the grit, like Jim Carrey in the Grinch. No, no. He's just wearing a full rabbit suit you can get from the, the, <laughs> like the shop. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So just a full full size man wearing a rabbit suit. We need to have like a funny way the them like. Um... Do we know he's a rabbit to begin with, or is that later? Do we only see like emails? Isn't it? I think Sleepless in Seattle, isn't it? Email yeah. correspondence it, it that is, she yeah. falls in love with him. Yeah, I know you get to see him in the film, but yeah. in this film, do we see him? We or do see it, him, and he's already a rabbit. No, it's or only the it? last scene. 
<laughs> when he meets her, when he meets he's her, in full rabbit outfit. <laughs> he dresses up as a rabbit. Yeah, with the makeup and everything. So is he not a rabbit? No. <laughs> so why? Why when he gets to meet a lady he's fallen in love with over the internet, would he dress up as a rabbit? Exactly. For, for first impressions. <laughs> <laughs> that's what, what I do you fucking mean exactly <laughs> like that's the plot that's the <laughs> like that's that's the message we're giving out yeah exactly it's provocative isn't it it's it's making you think <laughs> if this was fucking David Lynch that did this he'd be heralded a genius is she dressed as a rabbit as well no that'd be ridiculous <laughs> you're right I don't know what I was thinking yeah yeah, that is stupid. Of course she's not. Okay, maybe, so... Maybe, you don't know because it's anonymous, but maybe she's your, mine and your uh, teacher. Miss Shitpan. <laughs> Our teacher. <laughs> Little Miss Shitpan, yeah. <laughs> okay. Are they not from, like, different places? Email correspondence only. Seattle. They yeah, but are they, are they both in Seattle? Mm. I don't know the film. I think so, yeah. I thought they were, like, long distance. That's why they met straight away. No, because it's a local paper that she they put the Lonely Hearts singing, I think. Oh, I don't know. I'm also thinking, like, You Got Mail. Is that not the... Is that not what... Is that not the one that's... Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, I don't know what Sleeping in Seattle's about. But it went with the title, so we're just doing this now. It's email okay. correspondence. It is now. The last scene is her waiting, looking really happy. Her face drops, and he just sits down in full rabbit costume, and then the film ends. And says, all right. What's up, Doc? <laughs> she, she's a doctor. <laughs> doctor shit fan. <laughs> exactly. Okay. <laughs> and, that, and then the film ends. <laughs> So, so for ninety minutes, he's not a fucking rabbit. Yeah, but he's called Bobbins. <laughs> he's not a rabbit. He shows no reference of being a rabbit. No, that his dad was a rabbit. <laughs> the photo of his dad, who is a rabbit, in Vietnam. It also makes no sense why Carl Weathers is researching for a six-foot rabbit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Am I a rabbit? No, you. <laughs> right, I'm just me, little Timmy Cottontail, <laughs> a.k.a. Patches. <laughs> okay, so we're not rabbits. <laughs> no. Even though Grandad was, Grandad Snowy, he was a rabbit. <laughs> But we're not. <laughs> Tuppence, what about me mum? Was Tuppence a rabbit? No. <laughs> okay. And uh, there's a long distance relationship between Bobbins and Florence <laughs> Shippan. And uh, when he finally gets to meet her, he's inexplicably dressed <laughs> head to toe <laughs> as a rabbit. <laughs> And says, what's up, Doc? <laughs> End credits. Smash the black. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. Yeah, fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. Leap us in Seattle. <laughs> yeah, I think that's got the makings of a beauty. The fucking... The, the ladies will like it because it's romance. 
the guys will like it because Carl Weathers is in it and we mentioned <laughs> Vietnam. It's alive! It's alive! It's alive! What would you put in the in your, the Lonely Hearts ad for your for your dad? Um, for bobbins. <laughs> bobbins Cottontail seeks shit pan. <laughs> <laughs> Um, loving father of one seeks beautiful wife and breastfeeding mum. <laughs> <laughs> For bearded son. <laughs> no rabbits. <laughs> what do you reckon? I like it. I think we should get it's, this it's made. A, it's a good Lonely Hearts <laughs> message, isn't it? I bet if I put one in, if I put that in a Lonely Hearts column, just that. What what was it? Loving Loving Father of one. Of one seeks beautiful wife and breastfeeding mom for bearded son. No rabbits. Yeah. <laughs> I reckon if I put that <laughs> if I put that in the newspaper, I bet I'd get responses. Yeah, you would. Yeah. From Colin Hanks. <laughs> Only Miley Kunis. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Replying to me, I'm on a piece of that action. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think we best... Who's, who's like the big... I guess Miley Kunis is the biggest star in this one, right? Carl Weathers? Bullock. Oh, Sandy Bullock's. Is she even Sandra in it? Bullock. She's tuppence. Is, is she not just in a picture? No, she's got to be in it. She's getting flashbacks, <laughs> isn't she? Just uh, breastfeeding me. <laughs> Of course, yes. Sorry about that. <laughs> Bathing me well, and all sorts. Yeah, this is going to be a big ass. Changing my nappy. Uh, yeah. yeah. Is this you? Is it... Tal- talking me. Talking me down after the bath. Right. Well, before Ken gets too excited, let's bring this episode of the podcast to a close. What did you think to this week's episode? Milking me. What did you think to this week's film, Night of the Leapers? Have you seen it? Do you think it's great? It's rubbish. Let us know. Email address, badmoviecallgmail.com. You can also find us on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram. If you want to discuss this week's episode with other cult members, you can. You just need to search for the Bad Movie Cult discussion group on Facebook. All links will be available in the show notes. And if you enjoyed the podcast and are wondering how to support us, all we ask is that you please like, follow or subscribe to us on whatever platform it is you listen to us on. And if you can leave us a rating or review, which is a massive help in getting us found by new listeners, please do so. Thank you very much. Thanks. You can find all previous episodes as well as written reviews of films not covered on the podcast on our website, www.badmoviecult.com. We'll join us again next week. We'll be back with another movie review, deep dive and film pitch right here on the Bad Movie Cult podcast. Oh, yes. Goodbye, Kenneth. Goodbye, everybody. Judy Dench? I'm breastfeeding of Judy Dench. <laughs> <laughs>